Welcome to the Dream Big, My Friend podcast, where you will find all the inspiration you need to begin living a more intentional life today. Because no matter where you are right now in life, it's never too late to dream big, my friend. And now here's your host, Francis Vitakovic. Welcome to this episode, my friend, where we're going to be looking at the three hurdles that stand in the way of you and your dreams. So if you have some goals that you haven't yet achieved, or you have these big dreams that you haven't yet taken action on, this is the episode for you. Because I have to be honest with you, if you aren't yet living a life that you love, or you've got these dreams that are still buried inside of you, dreams that haven't yet seen the light of a day, then something is obviously holding you back. And that's the first thing. It's just having that awareness. And the cool thing is once you're aware of something, you can actually do something about it. Now, I like to call this thing a dream-killing monster, even though the truth is this so-called monster probably has a much more familiar name, such as fear or a lack of self-confidence, or maybe it's your inner critical voice, or perhaps it's even caring too much about what other people think. But we're not going to worry too much yet about what's behind that little monster costume just yet. We're going to look at that later. All I know and all you need to know for now is that if something isn't quite right with your life, At this point in time, if you're feeling frustrated or unfulfilled, maybe in pain that you haven't yet achieved what you want to achieve in life, I want to help you do something about that. So my goal during this episode is to help you slay whatever is holding you back so that you're finally free from its grasp and so that you can go off and achieve the goals that set your heart on fire. That is what we want. It's all about dreaming big, but also taking action. So I want you now to think about the dreams that you had as a child. Can you still remember a time in your life when life felt full of potential? Maybe you proudly stated to your parents when you were a teenager that you wanted to be a fashion designer or a famous author, and it never crossed your mind that you couldn't hold that dream in your hands. Do you remember that? Back when we were younger, back when your whole life felt like a stretched out blank canvas upon which you could paint whatever beautiful picture you wished. It probably never crossed your mind that other people might trot upon that canvas with dirty footprints or graffiti it with rubbish or even rip it apart or that it could blow away with the wind. Back then, it probably wasn't even an option that people could have dreams and that they didn't come true. We just assumed it would happen. And even if you didn't have the perfect childhood, you probably still wished and hoped that better days were ahead. So if this story rings true for you, I want to ask you what happened between then and now? What got in your own way? So describe to yourself, you can describe to me exactly what that dream killer monster looks like. Does it have a face? Do you recognize it? I have to be honest, we all have a different thing that is holding us back. So I'm going to share with you actually my own story. So I was a kid who was obsessed with becoming an author. I honestly could not think of a job that was more fabulous in the world. I just wanted to write books. I was the sort of child that would beg my mum to take me to the library every single Saturday so I could get a fresh batch of books to take home. It's really funny because my parents would scold me back then, like I'd always bring a book to dinner because I didn't want to, you know, press pause in the middle of an exciting story. And at nighttime, I'd actually hide underneath my blanket with a torch in hand just to keep reading long after bedtime. Now, you would probably think this would be a simple goal for me to achieve. You know, I was a book nerd, but no, as I entered my teenage years, I was often told that guess what, Francis, writing isn't a real job. Writers don't make money. Uh, it's impossible to make this a career. And finally, I was too smart to waste my future on a hobby and I should instead study a real degree. 
So by the time I reached that fork in the road, deciding what degree I should pursue at university, I probably was already brainwashed into thinking that being a writer was a fantasy job. It wasn't even a real option that I should choose something safe instead, something more secure. So I went with psychology instead of journalism. Thankfully, I still love psychology, so it wasn't a terrible decision. It was definitely an excellent backup choice for someone who was obsessed with the study of a human mind like me. And I loved always working out what made people tick. And I eventually fell into the business of life coaching. So it was soon after it became this big thing. It was back in 2000. And before I knew it, I actually had this really successful business helping client after client just reach extraordinary goals. So I absolutely loved it. The only problem was that by then my own dream of, you know, becoming a writer was long forgotten. It was almost like it lay buried inside this box that I kept at the back of my bedroom in my parents' place. I had this memory box of dreams, I used to say. It contained like probably 10 kilo worth of diaries and stories and poems and I even had this abandoned book manuscript that just sat there unfinished and eventually out of sight became out of mind. I happily coach client after client just to achieve these most incredible dreams even though ironically I wasn't chasing my own. Took me a while to work that one out. So it wasn't until I actually had this client who wanted to score a book publishing deal. That was what he came to me for. We had a three-month coaching contract and his goal was just to get a book deal. Anyway, for the first time in a very long time, my life was jolted to the core. This client had set this goal and suddenly I realized I wanted that goal for myself. I'm not really a jealous person ever, but I do believe that when you're envious of something, it's often because you're wanting that in your own life. And that was something that was a really important realization for me. He actually went and got that book deal and probably when that book came out, a year later, maybe it was like nine months later, he sent me a copy of the book and I discovered that he put a dedication in the front of that book for me. And another like heartbreaking moment for me, it was so weird. It was like I had felt like my heart was breaking. I felt like such a hypocrite encouraging my clients to chase their dreams while I was ignoring my own. So back then, I slowly started writing again. I think my kids were born then. I just squeezed in a little bit of writing whenever I could between naps and when I wasn't feeling totally sleep deprived. I was a stay-at-home mum and I was very hands-on. I loved hang- hanging out with the kids and playing with them and being really involved, but it left little time for writing back then. But at least I had that spark. I knew that I wanted to be a published author. I was finally acknowledging that that was my truth. So once I had that realization, it really lit this fire inside my belly, forever changed things for me, knowing that I was maybe getting older, that I wasn't going to be here on this earth forever, knowing that I wanted to set a good example for my kids. If you have a goal, there is no reason why you shouldn't go for it, especially if you're a little bit old like me. You probably already have that feeling of regret of wasted time and wasted opportunities. I know I wasted lots of years, you know, not writing when I could have been, but it's never, ever too late to be what you want to be. And so this brings us to the first hurdle that we often face on the way to achieving our dreams. It's that crappy feeling of discomfort, feeling really scared to step outside our comfort zone. And I know that for many years I lived inside my comfort zone. I did not even think about stepping outside of it, even if it meant having this incredible goal of becoming a published author. So I know even if staying in a comfort zone has gotten you nowhere so far, it does still feel safe and secure, doesn't it? It feels warm and fuzzy. It just feels safe. 
but I'm going to give you some harsh, tough love advice and I hope you don't get offended. That place where you feel so comfortable right now, that isn't where your dreams will happen. That isn't where the magic will happen. You need to step outside your comfort zone and do something different in order to achieve different results in your life. That place where you feel so comfortable really isn't so comfortable for you in the long run. It won't serve you. And the only reason you haven't yet discovered this is because you haven't ventured outside to try something different. They say that life begins at the end of our comfort zone and it really is where the magic happens. But most of us, have, you know, if we have our reservations about stepping outside our comfort zone because we're scared that we will, of course, feel uncomfortable. That's why we call it our comfort zone because it's comfortable. But I want to have a conversation about the two different types of discomfort that exist. Now, there's actually a sort of discomfort that you should embrace and another that you should avoid. And I'm going to tell you now how to tell the difference. So if you're familiar with the phrase short-term pain equals long-term gain, you will know that this pain that they're referring to, that discomfort, the short-term pain is the kind that leads to long-term pleasure or rewards. So this is the discomfort of making a sacrifice, of physically challenging your body perhaps or working hard to achieve a dream. And that discomfort is not the same as the discomfort that you feel when you are regretful or guilty or feel shame or worry. To achieve anything special in your life, you are going to need to get used to that uncomfortable feeling of growth, okay? It's a sort of discomfort, but any discomfort that's helping you reach your long-term goals is the good kind of discomfort that we need to embrace. Do I, should I repeat that again? Any kind of discomfort that's helping you reach your long-term goals is a good kind of discomfort. So remember, the good kind of discomfort is ultimately going to help you grow. It's going to take you closer to your goals. So that's the sort that I encourage you to embrace. I do not want you to ever be scared of that. Get comfortable with this kind of good discomfort. Otherwise, you're going to be filled with the other kind, which is regret and feeling guilty that you didn't work on your goals when you could have and should have if that was what you wanted to achieve. And have you noticed it almost like flip side? You either have one or the other. You either have the pain of regret or the pain of actually going and achieving your goals because it will definitely be difficult. It's definitely not easy, but no one ever said that it was easy to get your goals, but that's what makes it so much more rewarding when you achieve them. So in order to grow, in order to become stronger, you 100% need to step outside your comfort zone. As they say, you know, your comfort zone is a beautiful place, but nothing ever grows there. And if you want to have something that you've never had before, you have to do something that you've never done before. I learned that when I was a teenager. I thought that was like the coolest quote ever. Because it reminds us that yes, you have to step outside your comfort zone and yes, it's going to feel uncomfortable, but it's the good kind of discomfort, the kind that is going to help you grow and like a caterpillar transforming into this gorgeous butterfly, it will be so worth it in the end. So that is your first hurdle, understanding that there's two sorts of discomfort and there is one that you need to embrace, feeling uncomfortable. So why don't we now look at hurdle number two? Now, this is actually one of the biggest hurdles to most people achieving their goals, and it's your mindset. Now, I know you've probably heard all those inspirational quotes before, such as, you know, once your mindset changes, everything on the outside will change along with it. Or if you change the way that you look at things, the things that you look at will change. Or there's this great one, you know, it's not the mountain that we conquer, but ourselves. Well, many of us actually underestimate the true power of their minds to help them get to where they need to go. So you need to be honest with yourself for a moment. What has really held you back from living to your true potential? Like take a moment to think about that. 
Try to come up with maybe five quick answers. Whatever comes to the top of your head, it doesn't have to, don't overthink it too much. I'm happy to wait patiently while you just think about your response. So just come up with five things that you think have held you back from achieving your potential. Now, while you're thinking about that, I'm going to put myself in your shoes for a second because as I mentioned before, even though I had this incredible career as a life coach for many years before, I myself wasn't actually achieving my own dream of becoming an author. So as I said before, I dreamed about becoming an author since I was a little girl. And even though I still quietly wrote books as I was older, it was always this secret thing that I didn't tell, you know, dare tell anyone about just in case they popped my bubble inside, which my dreams would live. So I don't know why I was so protective of that bubble, but I didn't want to share it with anyone else. And that's really quite ironic because you can't do anything about those dreams if they keep, if you keep them locked inside. I mean, what is the use of a dream to you if you don't set them free? So it honestly took me until 2016 to say enough is enough. My time is now. And by this point I had, I was 40. I was so annoyed with myself for wasting so much time and so many opportunities. And when I finally decided to open that door, my dreams came scurrying out. It was like a a racehorse hearing this bang. They took off racing down the track. They were petrified that they were going to be locked up again and forgotten about in that stable where they used to live for like a few decades. And this time they were going for the win. So when I gave myself permission to dream big, I just went for it. I published all the books that I'd kept hidden until then. I published another eight books that year. A few years later, it's now, I think I've definitely got more than 20 books. I've lost count with how many books I have. I also started a blog that was really successful in its first year of launching. I had over a million page views with my parenting blog, which is Inspiring Life Dreams. And I now it's like over 3 million page views in two years. So it's done really, really well. But it's because I suddenly became wide awake to the potential that we all have and that I had myself that for years I lived in limbo land. But the moment you give yourself permission to dream big and to actually know that you deserve it and that you can do it, then everything changes. And it does all start with the mindset when you stop telling yourself you can't do something or that you will do it later. And when you instead choose to tell yourself, why not now? why not me? Life is short. I deserve it. And then you just go for it. Now, before you think that I'm someone special that I have now published however many books, seriously, I was just like you guys for so long. And so if I was to ask myself, well, what exactly held me back then? If I had to identify just five things, like I asked you just a few minutes ago, just to think about what were the five things that held me back, I would probably say they were a fear of failure, a weird fear of success, however weird that is, a lack of confidence, procrastination, and also thinking that I had all the time in the world to do what I wanted to do. When in fact, life is short, our time here on earth is limited. So what about you? So what did you identify as the main things that were holding you back? Is there a lack of resources? Maybe you're feeling insecure, maybe you have fears or worries or negativity. Was it too many stresses in your life? Do you feel like you don't have enough time? Now, whatever the case, I want you to understand that it's really important for you to pinpoint those little reasons that you think are the cause of you not achieving your dreams because you can't get any over any hurdle and you can't get over any problem that you have trouble identifying. No matter what your age is, I'm sure that you've worked out that there are challenges in life. There are 
hurdles are totally normal. And yes, in case you haven't guessed, challenges are really just another way of saying things that sort of stuff up our day or problems that ruin our good mood or headaches or stresses. All of those things are totally normal. And now here's a bitter pill for you to swallow. There's absolutely nothing that you can do about these mini challenges that pop up constantly. Whether you like it or not, challenges are going to keep on coming at you right left and center. Sometimes they even multiply as you get older. But remember what this hurdle is about. It's about your mindset. And even though I say that there's nothing you can do to stop challenges from happening, it doesn't mean that you can't use a really good, strong mindset to work out how to deal with those challenges in an effective way. So now that we've already established challenges are here to stay forever, we can work out how to deal with them. Now, to be honest, you have two choices every single time you face a challenge. You can either A, face it head on, or B, ignore the issue and pretend it does not exist. Now, This is something that can be addressed from the level of mindset because once your mindset is strong and in check, you literally can do anything where you feel like you can do anything. You feel unstoppable. In fact, when those problems pop up, you view them as just another little hurdle to jump over instead of letting them stop you from chasing your dream. And please don't feel alone with this. I mean, remember, I ignored my dream of being wanting to become an author for decades. It was a really long time that I really struggled with it. But the truth is you're always either part of the problem or part of the solution. You can either make excuses about why something can't be done or kick those excuses to the curb and just do what needs to be done in spite of the excuses. Because when you have the right mindset, you do those things even when you don't feel like doing them and you don't let anything get in your way. Can you see why this is a really important hurdle to master? Are you with me on this? Now it's probably a good time to address the biggest elephant in the room. In case you haven't guessed it, it's fear. Even though we can't tackle every mindset issue in this episode, I'm sure I'll cover heaps of them in the future episode. I still think that fear is a really important one to address just really quickly because it comes in so many different forms. There are so many different types of fear that a person can suffer from. I told you I had a weird fear of success. There's also the fear of failure, fear of commitment, fear of the unknown, fear of being judged, fear of, let's just say, maybe even being inadequate, of not being in control fear of change, fear of missing out, fear of rejection. I'm sure I'm going to run out of fears, probably fear of getting hurt too and so on. The list is endless. But what we need to know about fear and about how to cope with it when you have a healthy mindset. The first thing that you do when your mindset is in check is understand that fear is normal. You don't get scared when it happens. You just understand that there isn't a person in this world that doesn't experience fear on some level. It isn't always a terrible feeling. Sometimes it exists to protect us. We all feel it. It helps us avoid dangerous situations. It isn't a sign of weakness. We're just pre-programmed that way. It's a normal brain function. And I only mention this now so that you don't think you're less than when you have that feeling of fear pop up for you. I, When I'm doing something new, I feel, feel it all the time. And the same goes for feeling a lack of confidence or insecurity, etc. But resisting fear is a waste of time. The trick is working out how to process that feeling when it comes up for you. That's the trick, okay? Like many people in this world, I've said I've been afraid of doing many things and I've probably felt those consequences of feeling fear. I've sometimes let it immobilize me or defeat me or keep me trapped in the same spot for way too long. And yes, it makes you feel regretful and ashamed and just makes you really grieve that 
a dream that hasn't yet taken place because you know deep down that you're too scared to chase it. But then I heard this phrase. It's one of my favorite phrases. It's fear is a one-sided fence. It's like this truth bomb went flashing right away because those five words so eloquently summarize the truth about fear. Fear is nothing more than an obstacle that stands in the way of our progress. And we need to overcome those fears in order to move forward because everything we want is on the other side of that fence, on the other side of fear. And it's only when you make it to the other side and you look back at the fence and then you realize, oh my gosh, like that thing that we were worried about, it's actually gone. Fear doesn't even exist on the other side of the fence. It's just a feeling and we can get over it by taking a leap over that metaphorical fence. If you haven't heard it before, I'm going to tell you now. The only way to get over fear is to go through it. And please don't let that, you know, a fear of what could happen, you know, maybe something negative. Oh my gosh, maybe someone's not going to like what I produce, etc. Don't let that fear of something that is imaginary at this point, you're only thinking it in your head. Don't let that fear stop you from making things happen. Feeling fearful does suck, but especially when that perceived threat does not even exist. If you sometimes get scared, just so you know, it's a very primitive emotional response. It is totally normal. But let's just be honest. Most of the time, it just holds you back in life. Ask yourself now, what are you so scared of? And is it really that intimidating and scary? Is it a rational or an irrational fear? So you now know fear is just a one-sided fence. You can get it over any fear that you have just by getting jumping over that fence. Just jump over it. You won't know until you're on the other side that all those things that you were worried about didn't really exist. And if you do face some things that are scary, it's fine. You will survive. We're really strong, but you don't know how strong you are until you're forced to be that strong. You really need to let your faith be bigger than your fear and let your life just reflect your hopes and dreams. You need to decide that you want those things more than anything that you fear. Because really, I mean, what would you do? What would you do if you had no fear? Like, think about it. If you weren't scared, what would you try to do today? And what's to stop you from doing it? to be honest. And the same question applies to whether it's confidence or the act of procrastination. What could you do if you nipped that obstacle in the butt? Think about the simplicity and the enormity of that one question. What is waiting for you on the other side of that thing that's holding you back? You wouldn't even begin to imagine how fabulous it could be. Honestly, all the things that are within your reach, if you're willing to feel the fear and do it anyway. You need to be willing to tackle your mindset issues so that you can finally live your life and finally do what you were put onto this earth to do. Remember, a fear or a lack of confidence, it's nothing more than a state of mind. This is why this is a hurdle that we need to get over. Hurdle number two that we're talking about right now. But any mindset issue can be overcome just by simply making you up your mind to do something different and to feel in a different way and to be more courageous and just to not let anything stand in the way of you and your dream. Honestly, if the issue that's holding you back from your dreams today is just you, if you're the only thing that's standing in your own way, I actually want you to feel happy about this fact, even though it sounds possibly daunting. Because if it's just you, then you can work on yourself and you can do it. It means that you are the one that it's in control. You get to decide where you want to focus your intentions on. You get to decide what to work on and what you need to improve and what changes to make. Trust me, you don't want to come to the end of your life and realize that for so many years, you were your own worst enemy because there are things that you can definitely do today, starting today to improve your mindset and get yourself feeling more focused and confident and courageous, whatever you need to get you where you need to go. So that, my friend, was hurdle number two. 
a big one. So now we can have a conversation about hurdle number three. So we now know that the feeling of discomfort is normal and that we've learned the necessity of stepping outside our comfort zone to achieve our dreams and that fear and all those other negative mindset issues can be tackled constructively with focus, intention, and just an attitude shift. We can now look at the final piece of the puzzle, which is all about working out how to get to your goal. So this is probably the part of the episode you've probably guessed that I'm going to encourage you to take action because when all is said and done, everything that you learn in life is just a waste if you don't take action and apply all these new tools and skills and knowledge to your life. If you're not entirely convinced that this is true, I'm just going to give you a few examples. What is the point of having an amazing idea for a book if you don't go and write it? What's the point of having the most amazing voice if you don't use it? What's the point of having the potential to be the best artist in the world if you don't ever, you know, take out a paintbrush and just actually paint? And what's the point of having Having a great business idea if you don't start it. What are the what's the point of those things if you don't take action? Knowing is not enough. You need to apply this stuff to your life. And being willing is not enough. You need to actually do it. You need to be willing to not just talk the talk, but also walk the walk. And we probably all know someone who constantly annoys us because they're always telling us what they're, you know, planning to do in life, but they never actually take action. And they're full of these great ambitious ideas, but they're like these floating clouds. Like there's no foundation to them. Their ideas drift away aimlessly, never to be seen again. They're never brought to fruition. They're never acted upon. They're just spoken words without any weight or proof or life to them. So I really cannot overstate the importance of taking action. It's a difference between being alive and truly living. If It's a difference between having a dream and making it a reality. And that's why this is the final piece of the puzzle. I mean, we've got three hurdles in this episode, getting used to that feeling of discomfort, mastering your mindset, but it's all leading to you to this final hurdle, which is taking action. You need to take action in order to make things happen. You really, really do. Action is a foundational key to all success. Your future depends on what you do today. So you need to actually start taking action, stop procrastinating, stop making excuses. Because when you do those things, they're choices that you make over taking action. And taking no action is still a conscious choice you are choosing to make. And you get to choose something different. You need to take action to make things happen because when you do nothing, you get nothing. Now, I'm going to give you some good news. Imperfect action is better than perfect inaction. Do you understand what I mean? Just do something. Just start. Just do something rather than doing nothing at all. If you are waiting for everything to be perfect before taking action on your dreams, you will probably never take the first step. I'm being honest. You're always going to feel a little bit scared. You're always going to feel a little bit anxious and you're never going to feel ready. Just need to move through those feelings and do it anyway. And I say that speaking from experience. I've stood in your shoes. I know what it's like to have a dream that seems overwhelming and then just to take action anyway, just to feel the fear and do it anyway. Like I love that quote. The only way to get started is to quit talking and begin doing. And I always say, meet yourself where you are. Just take little baby steps. There's no rush, but just take some sort of action. If you want to write a book, just write a page a day. You'll end up with 365 pages at the end of a year. You are your own master. You can change what happens by taking action today. So if you want me just to give you a quick tip on how to take action, it literally is is as easy as just get up and do the thing that you need to do. Even if you don't feel like doing it, even if you're feeling scared, do what you need to do. I always recommend starting small, but just take consistent baby steps every day. 
just a baby step in the right direction. And yes, take action every day, even if it's just a tiny little step. You need to make it your priority to act with intention. Stop making excuses. Stop wasting time. If you've identified any mindset issues that keep on getting in your way, come up with a strategic plan to tackle them or just take action and move through them. It's just sometimes the simplest way. I also definitely recommend writing down your goals. I love a SMART goal, you know, specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, and having an appropriate time frame. But don't wait for your feelings to change in order to take action. Don't wait until you feel like doing something to take positive action. Take the action anyway. Just a baby step. I'm not, I don't want you to force yourself to do something that you don't feel, well, I was going to say that you don't feel comfortable, but guess what? You probably aren't going to feel comfortable. I'm going to be honest with you and I'm going to suggest that you do it anyway. You move through the discomfort because that feeling discomfort relates back to my first hurdle, which is it's a good kind of discomfort. It's going to get you to your goal. And I have to be honest, like I actually don't mind that feeling of discomfort anymore. I actually look forward to it. The discomfort of working hard to achieve something, even if it's like feels like blood, sweat and tears, I know that it's worth it. And your feelings actually start to change when you take the actions. So don't wait until you feel like it. Take the action anyway and you will notice that you will feel more inspired. You will feel more motivated when you see the results of your efforts. Honestly, it's a game changer and life is short. Your time is now. You know, what are you waiting for? Honestly, really, what are you waiting for? I know I probably sound preachy when I talk about stuff like this, but I really am passionate about making sure that everyone does dream big and takes the opportunity to chase their goals while they can. So action always be intention. There's no point in telling me that you have this dream. You can tell me that you have this dream, but until you take action, it's just wasted potential. So please do what you can to start chasing those dreams today. And really, I mean, if I was to tell you right now that you're full of amazing potential that I truly, truly believe from the bottom of my heart, I have no doubt that you guys all can't achieve your potential, but it doesn't mean anything until you at least get up and try to realize just a fraction of that potential in your daily life. So take the time to think about what's holding you back, identify what you're so scared of, and understand that these three hurdles that I've spoken about in today's episode, which is getting used to that feeling of discomfort, mastering your mindset, and getting really good with taking action. I say that they're hurdles because they're things that stump everyone, not just you, so you're not alone. But like I said before, those hurdles are not roadblocks. They're not brick walls. You don't have to turn around. You just need to jump over them. You now know what you need to do. And I would love to see you take this all in and actually action it in your daily life. So I'm so happy that you've stuck with me during this episode. Once you understand that discomfort is normal, a strong mindset is important and taking action is vital, you honestly can begin starting your dreams. There's no reason why you can't start right now tomorrow at the latest, please. Just take this all in. I have total faith in you. I know you can do it without a shadow of doubt. And I will catch you in the next episode. It has been so good having you guys here with me. Take care until next time. Catch you then. Thank you so much for listening. If you loved this episode, don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss out. And if you really loved it, you can show your support by leaving a review on iTunes. For more inspiration, head over to dreambigmyfriend.com where you will find even more content for all the dreamers out there. Until next time, dream big, my friend.